Welcome to Beyond the Reef Podcast. I'm your host, U'ilani Tevanga, and I have five incredible keiki, an amazing hubby, and a thriving business that I have built by helping thousands believe in themselves again. This show is a place for the driven island wahine who is ready to create generational wealth and break free of any barriers that may be holding her back from going next level in her business and relationships. Yes, my sis, I am talking to you. That calling in your heart is your kuleana, and I can't wait for you to go from overwhelmed to literally living a life that you once believed was impossible. I'm so excited you're here. Let's have some fun and let's go beyond the reef. Welcome back to another episode of Team Tevangas, where I bring on my husband, Marvin, and we just talk a little bit about marriage and, you know, some marriage strategy. And here's what I want to start with. I never want this podcast to be this I know it all place and here's all the advice that's gonna make you successful. It's truly a call back to self where I want you to know that every experience that we have is so individual to each and every one of us and so as you're listening in today, we have just made 15 years married and we just wanted to do something fun and so you know take what you want from this leave the rest and just know that this is just our personal experiences and we just thought it would be really fun to to just think about 15 lessons that we've learned over the 15 years so hi my husband (laughs) hello baby and you know we're recording this from my phone my microphone is currently not working and you know hawaii problems we gotta wait but in the meantime here we go so for me i just want to give a little story first on how we met we actually met at the airport Ooh, well about 15 gonna be 16 years ago 16 years ago yeah and my husband was just kind of coming back from a two-year mission in new zealand and i was giving a ride to a friend, we were going to go to a workshop together and she's like, I'm going to stop at the airport and we're going to go welcome this missionary back and he um, came down the stairs and I literally was like in my pajama clothes <laughs> and I was eating my yogurt and like nobody wanted to go up and say hi but I was like, I gotta go. So basically just came up to him and I was like, welcome back. And You're the most handsomest person in yeah, the world. <laughs> I didn't even say that. <laughs> and I, She's like, can I get your number? Oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy. I'm just kidding. We're not doing this podcast. He's a liar. <laughs> and I basically just gave him a high five and I was like, welcome. And that was that. And then we kept running into each other we were going like to every church. day every day at it was Costco, at the weird. beach yeah randomly we Random. just kept running into yeah. each other and so basically in about three weeks of us running into each other he asked me on a date in like the cutest way and he's like you know i've been home and he had a um, new zealand accent at the time so it's hard to kind of understand it a bit but he was like i think it's time for me sorry if you're like maori or something and you're listening to this <laughs> this is my best accent <laughs> it's like 
move on with my life and I'd love to take you on a date and I was like oh so cute and I really wasn't into dating at the time I was like so focused on what I was doing but he was so sweet and you know guys just never asked me on a date like that it's usually like oh you like go with me or like <laughs> it was just so proper I was like you got it but yeah so I mean fast forward we ended up getting engaged three weeks in and we're not gonna talk too much about that because that is legit a long story um but my it just kind of brings me to my first lesson you know sometimes you just know and it's really funny to me I didn't really understand you know how powerful our intuition is but my intuition has always been I think one of my biggest strengths and sometimes you just know is my first lesson because you know people will tell you you're crazy people will say oh did you guys call it off yet oh that's never gonna work you guys are so stupid you're so young I mean all the things but when you know you know and you know 15 years and five children and all the memories trust your your inner feelings and Uh you know yeah yeah, and you know, you can say universe, you can say God. I mean, I really truly believe that it was Kiakua that brought us together in certain timing, but that is definitely my first lesson. And you know, I used to work in the wedding industry, and brides would be like, Oh, if you know, we've been dating for about a year, do you think it's too fast? And I'd be like, Oh, girl, wrong person to talk to. <laughs> but yeah, what's your first? All right, so you know, going off of that is uh, a lesson that I learned while I was on my mission was uh. Our, our circumstances may have influenced who we are, but we are ultimately responsible for who we become. Now, what I mean by that is that, you know, we come from single parent homes and there wasn't a book, there isn't a book that was written just for Marvin and just for Ui to say that when you get married, this is how marriage is going to be. There is no, there is no book that can be written about that because, you know, we we don't know what was what was going to be ahead of us in the last um for and in the last 15 years we just kind of trusted our instincts and went with it and um we had our ups and our downs but just because we came from a single parent home doesn't mean it didn't mean that 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 was ultimately what's going to happen to us that we really were going to work hard and try our best to make it happen you know and not run for the exit so just because my circumstances and we circumstances we were single parent homes was not gonna affect the way our marriage is gonna be so right it's just i remember very clearly when you're saying that my grandmother was saying you know we've been um a family of like broken homes and 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 i think just hearing that i came into the marriage definitely having a plan b you know, I definitely was still, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm all in. But then I was, <laughs> you can't be all in if you're still thinking, well, then if this doesn't work, you know, when you say that I'm fully committed, you're going to just trust that it's going to be good and you're going to figure it out and that the stories that have been carried in your family, you can change at any time. Um, yeah, so my next lesson is <laughs> never say never. 
Never so say never. You guys know we have choke kids. <laughs> we have like legit a basketball team. <laughs> and we, we knew we wanted a big family. That was something that we had both. I mean, Marvin comes from a big family. I come from a, like a small immediate family. But I think as we were engaged because guys we went from like hi nice to meet you to this is my fiance right so <laughs> in our uh, engagement when we were actually getting to know each other well, we never got to call each other boyfriend girlfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so funny um so with this never say never you know before your parents you think you know everything like i just remember going to church or out in public and judging <laughs> such a judger before I'd be like, oh my gosh, where is this kid's mom? Like, who is letting their kid run up and down? Oh my gosh, you give your kids McDonald's <laughs> and fully, my kids probably um, first words, right? When we first got married, it was like, French, French fries, fries. <laughs> French fries, French fries. They would just chant, right? Fries. And, you know, when... Um, I was pregnant with our first baby. We were kind of going through the doctors and I just was like really tensing up and, you know, later came to find out that it had to do with, you know, being abused as a young child why I couldn't relax in my OB. And, and prior to that, when people would ask me, oh, have you, you know, who's your doctor? I'm like, I never really had to see a doctor, thank goodness. But I definitely, you know, needed to see an OB. And yet it didn't feel good for me at the time and so as I was working at a show someone said you know what about a midwife and I brought up the idea to Marvin and <laughs> what, what did you say I said like what like give birth on on the carpet <laughs> like, on the ground yeah and I thought midwives were like like wet nurses I thought like those are the women that nurse other people's babies I had no idea into this world but again, right, sometimes you just know. And we went to meet our, our midwife. I, um, I worked with her daughter at a show. And within, you know, the first 10 minutes, I just felt at home with and her you know. and felt peace. Yeah. yeah. And wouldn't you know it, baby number two, right, never say never, was born on the carpet. <laughs> so it's just really funny. Um, so that's something that, you know, you just kind of trust and never say never because there's going to be a lesson for right. you. <laughs> All right. Next one for me is um, is to give her wings. You know, uh, give her wings as, you know, as a, as a male, as a, uh, you know, kane. You know, it's very important that um, I support my wahine, my wife, by giving her the ability to feel that I do not own her I'm there to be the wind underneath her wings that allows her to fly. Now, you know, of course, you know, she asks me for certain things, like, you know, my opinions and stuff. You know, I'll share with her, but I don't own her and I don't, you know, tell her what to do. You know, I can suggest and I can um, be there like a team, you know, um, a team partner. But, you know, one of the biggest things that I feel that, um, is is a problem becomes a problem within a marriage is when um, <clears throat> your partner has no voice and because you because you know you shut down their ideas or um you say things that make them feel like they can't make their own decisions and my biggest thing is to make sure that 
she knows she has a voice. Right. And I, I really have come to appreciate that. And then so there's a difference, right, between I got to ask my husband, like I got to check in with him. It's good to let them know, but, you know, nobody truly owns anybody. And it, it, we do come from, like, Polynesian culture and, like, even within, you know, church culture sometimes it becomes very male, male-dominant. But we have to remember, like, the women are the influence in the family and this whole joke around happy wife, happy life. It's like, yeah, you're the influence in the home. And so, of course, you should be seen as equal. But I don't know why. We, we, we'll come back to this <laughs> for sure um, in helping one another. But, you know, talking about giving a voice, you know, we, we as women, we have to use our voice right? We have to even have these uncomfortable conversations that it's okay. You're never going to fully see eye to eye, but where we we got into some really hard times was when I just started to swallow my opinions and swallow what I really wanted to say and and, and not truly express myself in the way that I needed to and communicated what what I really needed because I was really trying to be this quote-unquote good housewife, good help me to my husband and then it he did start to you know early on in our relationship because again we were still growing together kind of tell me how it's gonna be so but he wasn't always that way right he wasn't always gonna give me wings there was a real hot minute where he started to be a little bit more um what do you call that word control yeah controlling and i just was not having it and so when we had our rough patch, guys, and we'll share this in another episode. Like I basically, when he went to work one day, I up and left. <laughs> like I grabbed my baby and I grabbed my surfboard and I was out. And we had to learn to come back together. Um, and what healed us and, you know, started us back on this path. And most people were like, what? You guys went through this? And like, yeah, you're, you're supposed to. That's how you go. Um, what helped us was talking you know, really learning to, to listen without having something to say. And I think we as women, we don't need anybody to really fix it for us. Sometimes we just need to, you know, talk it out and and yet and then answers will come in, you know, yeah, together. You know, it's, it's really interesting that you talk about listening and uh, I think it's important to um, to, to to talk about this next part is listening. Now, men, I'm not saying sit there and, you know, when you're a woman, your wahine or your other half is talking to you and you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I get it, yeah. Or you're looking at your phone. Stop everything, what you're doing. Fully be there, attentive and to listen. And then, here's the thing, Yeah. You want to make mama happy that night? And you want to have uh, action that night? <laughs> oh you, you go like this. Now I have to put a disclaimer before the start of this. No, let your kids listen. <laughs> What's action? Oh my gosh. Is once she's done talking. Now, you don't want to fix everything. Yeah? Sometimes the one just wants to vent. Good. Let her vent. And then when she's pow and she's staring at you, waiting for the response, then you say, I'm sorry that you're going through this. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry that you're going through this. There are other women that are going through the same problem that you're going through right now. And what you're saying is this. Repeat everything that 
she told you in a little short few moments and then offer a solution that she can come up with. Because she sometimes, brother, she already knows the answer. She just wants you to listen and validate. And, and, you know, and the other thing is I, I understand what you're going through and I, your feelings are valid and, 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 I, and I support you in any decision that you want to do and then stick to that. Because no one likes a jerk. What I mean by that is that you say one thing one, one day and then the next day it pulls back. Because, trust me, it doesn't work good for your relationship. Because I've learned the hard way. And, um, yeah, and it's something we're always, we're always working on. And it's so funny because I just told Marvin, okay, you write down seven things and I'll write down some things. And as we're sitting in this podcast... It blends. Yeah, <laughs> we're like, oh, so in we've order. just kind of shown each other our list. It's kind of cool. Um, but, you know, so using our voice and listening and all the things, and I am guarantee we'll definitely come back to those because those are the big, yeah, those are mea nui. Um, so my next one is travel is not an expense. It's an investment. And, you know, throughout working with families and, in you know, doing their finances and throughout working with people setting goals and, and creating income for their family, one of the big goals aside from I want to buy my own home is I want to go traveling. And yet we're always waiting for the right time. Oh, when all the debts are cleared or when all the, the things align or oh, when my kids are older to travel and all. Okay, people have all the reasons why they're not going to make it happen. And one of the things Marvin would always say is like, you can always make money, right? Abundant mindset. Like you can always make money. What is your financial ability? Like you can, but you will never get this time back. And I think... When I think about our rockin' marriage, travel has done so much for our family, for our marriage, for our relationship. It's, and travel, I think we, we once were told by this family we really look up to, is like, it brings out the most authentic you, you know? And so definitely your ducks don't have to align. Right. There will be, you know, maybe we'll put out some information how we find really good deals and all the things traveling with right kids, that'll be one but... of our our, uh, our tips of how yeah. to you know um and I, you know i really enjoy that it's a a gift that keeps on giving and you know the trip starts off and, and it's just like a marriage too where there's highlights in the in a trip and then there's these low <laughs> you know i don't think there's a moment that you know i'm not gonna lie to you we've been on trips and we've gone to arguments on the trip because we're just frustrated with things that are going on, but then we look back at the the whole experience that it's like life you know if there isn't any um against the grain then it, you know um you it wouldn't grow. we won't grow we won't be smoothing and we won't be um you know uh, be able to experience the best uh, of life so yeah awesome all right talking about arguments <laughs> yeah number four for me is agree to disagree. Mm. Yeah. It's okay, guys. It's okay to be able to say, you know what, bro? I understand what you mean right now. I don't agree with you necessarily. However, don't let a problem don't let a problem be more important than um than your wahine, you know. Uh, don't let a problem at be to be mm. important than we, you know. Don't be a problem at be be more important than we. So ask yourself, 
is arguing and trying to get your point across more important than your love for your other half. Or even your children. Or your too. children, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you ask yourself that, you should get a response within a second because love conquers any anger and being upset. And sometimes it's okay to walk away and just say, you know what? This is not important for me. So it's a good, it's okay to agree to disagree. And we use that a lot in our in our marriages. Like, you know what? We're not going to, um, we don't agree, but you know what? Um, we're just going to move on from here because we have life. We have things to do. We have uh, businesses family, to run, family yeah. to run. And I'm not going to sit here and just look at each other and be like, okay, because <laughs> it's not going to go away. You know, we have to continue life. Right. Yeah. I've had to learn too. We just... Some things, some fights and some disagreements, you just can't fix like in, in that moment. You and know? you're always so, looking for the, the, the long term. Is this this? Yeah, that's definitely on my list, this yeah. guy. I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my next, you know, my, that was my next one. And it was play the long game. And, you know, I think we see so many relationships, even long-term relationships in couples that we never, ever thought would would split and so what that told us early on in our relationship is nobody's exempt nobody's exempt from divorce nobody's exempt from even on the outside you're thinking oh they just look like the quote-unquote perfect couple like you don't know but you can't ever you know just like your health right you, you gotta take care of that you can be working out in the gym and and strengthening those muscles and then you take a two-week break and it's like dude right back to where you started from it and you gotta think of growing your marriage muscles as well taking care of it like you want this body to last right you want to live a healthy long life you want to live a healthy healthy long marriage and and for me you guys know everything has to do with the ocean. Like that is my grounding place. And I foresee me being a grandma surfing with my children. I look up to women in my community that are paddling in their 70s and their 80s. And that's what I want my relationship to be. I want to travel and I want to have love. And I, I had, you know, my great grandparents were very active and in love till late in life. And playing the long game is that when when there's arguments when there's tough times you are a team that's why we call ourselves team tebangas and it's not just gonna always be romantic sometimes it really is just i just need you to take care of yourself i can take care of myself and we will come back to the romance even if that's not in this season right now right you know and the season is it's it's ever changing you know it's Mm -hmm. ever evolving um one way I felt I've learned that helps to, I guess, kindle that fire to keep that fire going. Real simple. Huh? Real simple. <laughs> Get a post-it note, guys, and write a little note. Put it on top oh, of Oh, that's what you mean, yeah. fire. Oh, sorry, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay, sorry. She's going somewhere else. Okay, sorry. That's how we get choked kicking. I was baby. like, what? Are you talking about this now? Okay. <laughs> so, um, is to... Get a post-it note, something simple. You know, it's like when you go to a restaurant and you get like this really fine meal come out and you look at the details and like how the garnishes are put on the plate and how the chef really took the time and the effort to make that meal special. Guys, take a post-it note, write a a poem and um, 
Don't let or, your kids read yeah. it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> kids are like. <gasps> and then, you know, write some to your kids too because, uh, you know, a few weeks ago I did that. I wrote a letter, to, a note on my um, my Ui's um, yeah. mirror. And then I thought, you know what, I have a few more moments I can write to my each of my children before I go to work. And it meant the and world. And it meant the world. Them. And let me tell you, yeah. our youngest girl, Sanoi, every other day there's notes of love and appreciation and it rubs off on them Mm -hmm. and ultimately i always whenever i talk to my kids it's like hey i want you to find someone that loves you just as much as mommy and daddy love each other and i want to model that for our kids because it's very important to for us to be that example for them yeah it's so so easy when you have a big family to just let the the day go by without showing affection and like and then and that note and that note took me about about um, seven to eight minutes, and it made their day, mm-hmm. their entire day. So seven to eight minutes, a little love note, a little appreciation note, lasted 24 hours. Yeah. Beyond that. Beyond but, that. But that was a great 24 hours. And okay, so one of the things that I love about being married to, to Marvin, and one of the things I wish more families would incorporate is making time for fun. That is definitely a core value of mine. And I just think, if it's not fun, why are we doing right. it? <laughs> like, why do we not? Why do we think? Make it fun and make it funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always want to like play in like. He tells the most crazy jokes. And, you, and I, you know, at first when we were first married, I was like, that's not even funny. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it is now. That's right. And, I laugh at my own jokes. So. Yeah. And our kids love, you know, any kind of like comedy, any any ways that you can incorporate laughter into your household. It, it really does just bring a sense to me of security. Right. Of like people want to be a part of things. And this could even go for your own business. This could go for your own friendships. Like find ways daily to incorporate fun. Right. Yeah. Like the one time I was like, I'm going to run around this truck naked. Oh my god! And I jumped out of the truck, took off my clothes and I ran around and... This, this one over is here. from a police officer. Maybe this we should one. not be like sure. Uh, we were in a remote location. <laughs> and anyway, <laughs> this oh one over God. here thought it'd be funny to lock the doors. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the Thailand. same time, uh, lock the doors. And we were in our own little cottage area and yeah. uh, secluded. And guess, of nowhere, housekeeping shows up with towels. Oh I didn't gosh. call for housekeeping, but she thought it was the funniest thing. And I'm in the pool. It was so funny. Leaning up against the side of the wall. And the lady walks in like, uh. <laughs> and there's me in the... I can't even... Anyway, it was and hilarious. I was like, she, she laughed. Right? It was so funny. <laughs> but yeah, playing pranks on each other is healthy too. Have fun. <laughs> right. Have uh, good, healthy fun. Um, You know, random acts of service... You know, you see the the laundry is piling up or the dishes is piling up. You know, who says that's, that's the woman's job? Yeah. Hell no. You know, if you say that's the woman's job, slap yourself. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know, do you, do me a favor and slap yourself because it's not, you know. Team effort. It's a team thing. So if I come home, I'm tired. I work a double. I got a gig and I come home and I see that there's a lot, load of laundry. Bruh, just throw them in there. Boop, boop, boop. Put in the soap. Three minutes, you know. But those those three minutes 
will give you more time with your family and your wahine will appreciate you. And then don't be afraid to um, serve your children too. You know, take them out. You know, I always try my best, especially with we to go and do one-on-ones with our kids and make them feel special, not always as a whole family, but as an individual. And it doesn't have to be fancy, like right. You know, just right. individual time means a lot to <clears throat> to kids, especially. Yeah, so I think mine is communication at every level of your relationship. I think we talked a lot about that already, but you are not gonna be the same person <laughs> that you were in year one, in year five. I mean, for me. I had I went through a shift every time I had a child, every time I came out of postpartum, and Marvin had to kind of, I think he's kind of s- not stayed the same, but he's been that that constant, and he's just always like, okay, what are we doing now, you know? And I think women that are dreamers, and if you're listening to this podcast, I know you are a dreamer, and you 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 want dream for a bigger life and more, I don't know, abundance and all the things. And Marvin has been that support, you know. But if you don't communicate that and you just, oh, I'm going to do this now, I'm going to do this now, I think it's hard for, for family. But if you can really get clear about your vision and share that with your family and take them around for the journey and make it a collective vision of like, this is what I see for us. What do you think? You know, you don't have to really ask for permission, but it's like, how would you like to be a part of this? You know, and, and just know that you're going to have to learn to communicate new ways um, at every season. Right. And I think by, by doing that, it also... Um I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, uh, you know, we give each other time. <clears throat> Here, have some water. <laughs> real time, guys, real time. So we give each other time. Which means, you know, he calls me and says, hey, I'm going to go out with the girls this weekend. Is this okay? You know, my first response is like, are you telling me or are you asking me? Because you don't need to ask me for permission. Yeah. You know, you're going to let me know. Okay, I'll say, you know what, I work this weekend too. Let me call mom. Let me call family members. We'll try to set it up so that you can have your own time with your friends. I'll have my own time with my friends. Sometimes I just do things by myself. You know, I want to go for a a drive. I love just taking the random drives. That's important. Um, And having me time. You know, self-care is important. You know, go get a massage. You want to go get a pedicure. You want to go get wax, whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Continue. <laughs> Guys, let me tell you, take care of yourself. Oh if you <laughs> don't be afraid. Go and take care of yourself. Okay. All right. <laughs> me time. That's important. Okay. Um yeah, this is schedule it too, weekly. So I think when we're talking <clears throat> about me time, you know, one of the the best things that we really undervalued and we had a lot of stigma around is therapy. Therapy has been such the difference in how we're able to show up for our kids, how we're able to show up for our community, you know, in in Marvin's job, you know, I'll let him kind of talk about that. But even as individuals, a lot of times I think in relationships when there's fights or there's problems, it's like the little 
Marvin, the little Ui has come out, you know, and if you understand inner child work, or maybe if you haven't begun that, it's never truly just what's the issue we we come into relationships we come into businesses we come into workplaces in parenthood with having probably some form of prior trauma it is not my husband's job to fix that and it is not my job to fix what he's experienced that is truly our own kuleana and when we talk about radical self-love to to be whole and not to be like, this person completes me. Right. We should just be right. adding to each other. You know, and, and when I think about therapy, it's like, you know, if, um, if we, I look at a problem as a, as a problem that we fall into a hole and the person that's standing above above ground can see what's above us and the obstacles that are above us. And we're in the trenches, and in order to get out of the trenches, and it's safe, you know, to be able to go to someone that sees the whole thing, the whole picture, that is not involved with the marriage, that is not involved with your personal life, that doesn't judge you. It's important, you know, in my daily work, I, I see and experience things that I, I don't wish people to see or experience. And having a therapist for myself and allowing a therapist to, um, break down the barriers that I, I didn't think I, I had and then applying it. Now, information that was given to me from my therapist, I always apply as homework for how to better myself for for my family, for myself, for my children, for my wife, for my work partners. So very important for us is um, therapy because like I said in the beginning of the podcast, nobody gave us a book on how to be the best mm-hmm. husband, the best wife, but in everyday hard knocks, personal experiences, we are writing our own journal and our own book on how Team Tewanga works through things and right. and uh, how we establish one um, And it's a good unit. thing to go back and apologize. I'm so sorry for this is how I acted because I just didn't know yet, you know, right. and I had to have this conversation with our oldest. It's like, I I really think now, and you know, and there's that guilt, right? But guilt serves no one. I am not the same mom that I was to number that I am to number five that I was to number one. And it's good to go back and apologize and to just say I didn't know yet. I didn't download grace for myself. I didn't really have a lot, you know, when I was first started as a parent. And that does a lot for your children. And so, you know, in like Polynesian and, you know. Um, Hawaiian households, we think therapy is, oh, you're crazy, what's the matter with you? And, you know, there's a lot of stigma still yet that we have to get get over. But truly, it's one of the best things you can do for, yeah, for your, your long-lasting marriage. Right, and right. Yeah, I can't say enough about that. But right. I don't want to keep here all day. I want to share one more. I don't even know where we're at right now. We're, we're at 15 15 Okay, yeah. well, here's a bonus one. I thought about this before we jumped on. Integrity. You know, I know with around like finances and around like what you're going to do and where you want to go. And a lot of times it's like, ah, I, I'm not going to tell them. Right? I'm just going to hide this. I'm going to hide that. You know, but one thing I learned early on in a relationship with Marvin was like the way, you know, if 
you're gonna hide this little thing you might hide big things and we've seen this like truly we've seen this in couples that we've mentored and we've watched it's like it starts off by just saying oh i'm not going to share where you know what i bought to i'm not going to share with this other person i'm with you know and and so just know that maybe it's not always going to be comfortable (laughs) to, to talk about the thing you know things that you're going through but integrity is literally everything and that's why i have so much trust and that's why you know his co-workers or people are just like wow like you guys just go with your friends or you're just gonna let him go let him because i fully trust in what we've built because we've built it on integrity that i'm not his babysitter (laughs) and he's not mine and i will never go outside of this this union and this bond or let my eyes wander in another direction because of this integrity we literally have the most open communication um you know and we'll talk about that in another episode a little bit more keep it fresh yeah how to you know even have integrity (laughs) in your intimacy and all those things but yeah you know thank you so much for joining me you're amazing um happy anniversary happy anniversary i love you yeah i love you too and you know if you look if you really enjoyed this, I'm going to be talking more in our sisterhood. So make sure you come on Facebook and look for Beyond the Reef Sisterhood, where we will be having weekly giveaways. I will be sharing a little bit more and also listening to you, what you got from you know this week's episode, what's on your heart and how we can all help and support one another. So again, we appreciate all the love, all the support. And we hope you have a beautiful week. Until next time. Aloha. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you loved what you heard and just want to share it with all your titas out there, sis, do me a favor. Screenshot, post, and tag me on Instagram so I can stock your profile and we can connect more. There's so much goodness coming your way. So don't forget to subscribe and I would love it if you left a five-star review so we can grow this space for our wahine. Mahalo for being here. Now get out and show the world how amazing you are.